there's only one political party on the ballot this November that thinks that black lives matter. There's only one party on the ballot this November that believes that there is systemic racism in this country that needs to be addressed. We got to take our country back on November 3rd. Let's talk about more. Brand new episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not of my employer. We got to get out there. We have to take this energy that's in the streets and we have to take it to the polls because there's only one party that thinks black lives matter that has a political candidate running for president. There is only one party that believes that there is systemic racism in this country that needs to be addressed immediately. One party. They're not the same. So like when I'm walking to my local Walgreens, And I'm going to pick something up from the pharmacy. And I pass by that RV with Confederate flags and Trump photoshopped onto bodybuilders, you know, torsos. That just, that just shows you how far racism has come to the surface in these last three years. No, of course this fascist regime did not invent the systemic racism but they are doing a phenomenal job of amplifying it and causing massive division in our country. You know, they say that every long journey begins with one small step. Well, in November, we have the opportunity to take a big step. It's about rejecting racism. It's about rejecting fascism. It's about accepting democracy, and it's about rejecting all of the hatred that is represented out of the 21 or so percent of the country that support this wannabe demagogue, orange despot, wannabe cunt monkey. One election. Let's get to it. November 3rd, 2020, we vote blue down ballot and we save our country and we restore the checks and balances in our government that we learned about in eighth grade social studies. Dies in your house every weekend. Subscribe on iTunes. Get us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Every weekend. Brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, fighting fascism, one podcast at a time. Hey, yo. 
who's in the house dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. Coming to you on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. Coming to you on Apple Podcasts. If you just search for Dies in Your House on Apple Podcasts and... If you'd be so inclined, you become a you could become a Patreon. Sign up Patreon.com/jporks and become a top tier or a or a low tier member of the Dies in Your House community. Get yourself personalized artwork mailed to you monthly. Get yourself in on the monthly Zoom chats that decide where the podcast goes, the direction, and also never forget get yourself early access to every podcast. And of course. There'll be exclusive content that I don't even know is happening yet that will be presented on Patreon exclusively. For instance, we are recording the podcast on Zoom. Maybe that'll be a Patreon thing. Maybe that won't go on YouTube. Maybe that will just be for Patreons. We will see. Uh, Dan, Jess, and Tina, your artwork is on the way. Last month's artwork. I'm working on this month's artwork. You will receive it. You may be asking yourself what we do here on Dies in Your House. Well, I'll tell you what we do. We fight fascism. One podcast at a time. That's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to hold on to the little bit of democracy we have left. Black Lives Matter. The planet's on fire. Coronavirus. COVID mania running wild on all of us. These are, these are real things. And we have to know that they're happening. We need to keep our voices loud about them. And we need to take all this energy we have about these things... We have to take this energy to the polls in November and make sure that we vote Democrat down the line and restore some checks and balances. You know, that thing we learned about in eighth grade social studies. We have to restore that in our country. No questions asked. I know a lot of this is in my new intro because I just, I got a new intro. It's a three minute intro. Sorry about that. But uh, listen, there's never enough time. I mean, there's. You can never take too much time fighting fascism. Hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, as well as strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, that wasn't a list of American values. That, not on that. There wasn't. They didn't, there was no mention of Chevy, apple pie, or baseball on there. Not even gambling on sports. Nothing American was mentioned there. That's fascism. You know when you see the meme and it's like, oh, your grandparents went and fought, and all you have to do is sit on the couch. Why are you complaining? Her her her. Yeah. Okay. In theory, you're right, but also they were fighting fascism. So if you sit home with a red hat on that says MAGA on it. You're defeating the purpose of using of sharing this meme on the internet. The anti-intellectualism. It's not like there's a lack of intellectualism. It's not like there's a lack of education. It's I mean there is, but also like people are against it. You try to educate people, they don't want it. You try to give them a little intellect, you try to give them a little insight on something, they don't want it. They're not interested. That this is something that happens in America? In the richest country in the world? 
In the days of the internet, where we have all the information readily available to us, people actually go and seek out the wrong information? I'm a researcher. Like Ralph w that Ralph Wiggum meme. I'm a researcher. No, you're not. You're just somebody digging the, 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 the far corners of the internet, trying to find a way to launder away your racism, okay? Trying to launder it through different avenues. Here's the deal, all right? Republicans don't like black people. That's it. Bottom fucking line, all right? I'm, we, we can, we can dilly-dally about rule of law and this and that. No, 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 no. Republicans, conservatives, people that think we should keep up statues of Jefferson Davis and Robert E. Lee, people that think the Confederate flag is okay, these people don't like black people, okay? And not only that, but that flag and those monuments were put there to remind non-whites that they will quote-unquote rise again. This is not a wild theory like 5G caused coronavirus or Bill Gates' vaccine is going to turn you into having autism. It's not, it's not a theory. There is historical text, whereas the reason these monuments were put up, these forts were named after Confederate leaders for this reason. As a reminder, let me ask you something. How many times have you pulled out money and not seen somebody that owns slaves on it? I'll wait. All right, I'm sick of this. Being white and being not racist, not enough anymore. Oh, well, uh, my family didn't personally bring slaves here. All right, cool. Cool story, bro. You're not doing enough. You gotta do something. And you know what's, you know what's hilarious? And by the way, the views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and not that of my employer. And I will say that. I just want to make sure I, I get that out in the open. But like, Black Lives Matter and like, hashtag Starbucks is over party. They're not going to let their employees wear Black Lives Matter stuff. Hashtag Starbucks is over party. But in all seriousness, well, in all seriousness, if you're not going to allow employees to voice opinions on oppression in America, then yes, Starbucks is over party. There is those statues, those monuments, those forts were named for people that own slaves. As a reminder, Jeffer there's a Je do you understand that there is a Jefferson Davis monument? Jefferson Davis was the president of the Confederacy, those states that didn't want to conform with Lincoln. You know, the Civil War, the guys that lost? His statue is up. What's that? But you have to understand that there's one party that's for, that understands. There's one political party that says, okay, you know what? We have systemic racism. And this country was built on 400 years of, of systemic racism. And we need to make strides to, we need to fix that. And we're not going to fix it today. We're not going to fix it tomorrow. It's going to take several steps today. Several steps tomorrow. Several steps the day after that. Several steps forever. But it's going to take a lot. And Democrats understand that. And Republicans are like, oh, well, it happened a long time ago. And the time for cop-outs is over. 
you take out your money and it's got people that own slaves on it. The White House built by slaves. We got too many monuments in this country dedicated to people that think that black people and non-white people and women are less than them. And that is not something that we can continue in this country. We can't continue to have these monuments up. It's 2020. We know what they mean now. It's crazy. Sitting here debating Confederate monuments? When police, when the police all around the country are killing black people at will? And we're sitting back saying, oh, well, maybe we'll discuss a bill. Uh, maybe we'll talk. Dude. Oh, we, this has been going on for 30 years. We've been capturing it on camera. It's been going on for 400 years. But for 30 years, we've been capturing it on camera. Has the seasons changed? Let's make it change. It's our job to change the season. We can take this energy from the streets to the polls in November. We can easily do that. And don't let them discourage you. Anyone, they'll do anything to drown out the protests. Oh, they were looting. Yeah, it turned out that was like one time. That was criminals doing criminal behavior. There wasn't protesters looting. So that wasn't that. So swing and a miss on that. Then when the protesters were peaceful, and then when they saw some cops kneeling with, with protesters, which by the way, it's not like, oh, I saw a cop take a knee. Oh, that's good. We need to see more of that. That needs to go way beyond that. <laughs> needs to go way beyond five cops taking a knee. Okay, and I know I have friends that are cops and I understand I'm never getting a PBA card, but they know that I'm not talking about them. You know what I mean? Personally, I know these people personally and I know that they're not killing black people or thinking that they're more than a black person because they're not black. I know that, but I also know that this, uh, I also know that this isn't helping me get a PBA card and you know what? If it doesn't, I don't want one. It's going to take a lot more than that. We need to... Reform the police. I know defund the police is a thing. And defund the police means reform the police. Because we don't want... It's not the Wild West where we're just rolling around on horses. Of course there's going to be police. But maybe they don't need a high-tech break room while they keep killing black people. Maybe we don't need this many police. Maybe we need community police. I was talking to a, I was talking to a bus driver. He told me there used to be housing police. I'm, I'm not old enough to know about housing police. There used to be police just for the projects. That seems kind of good. You have somebody who's there. You know. If you want to be a, a snooty white cop, go guard the snooty white neighborhood. Let's have people policing neighborhoods who know the neighborhoods, who know the people who own the bodegas, who know the people that own the stores. Who knows who takes the bus in the morning? Random military, you know, police force type thing. I mean, just think about it. Think about the amount of citizens we have in New York City now compared to what we had in 1977. And think about the amount of cops we have. I bet it's not proportionate. We need to look into where police funding is going. This is our money. And listen, I understand that in smaller towns like Camden, New Jersey, 
They defunded the police force. They fired everybody. They rehired the people that wanted to get rehired, retrained them, blah, 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 from scratch. And Camden, New Jersey actually did a pretty good job with that. That's Camden, New Jersey. Every place is going to be different. And that's why we need to look at in each individual state, each individual police force. We need to look at where the funding is going and how much of this funding is going towards teaching uh, non-lethal force, teaching de de real de-escalation. We can't have... Listen, there, there are correction, correction officers work in prisons for a reason. You know what I'm saying? When a correction officer walks around the prison, I'm not saying right or wrong, but when he looks in the cell and he, you know, thinks that he's better than that prisoner, that prisoner has lost his freedom. You know what I'm saying? It's not the cop's job to walk around America on the streets acting like America is a prison and citizens are prisoners. It's not that. It's not all the cops coming, everybody... Everybody, fix your hair. Fix your hair. Fix your tie. How are you, sir? How are you doing, officer? What can I do for you? No! These cops are here to keep us safe. If there's no drama-rama going on, then they're like you and me. They're normal people. How are you, sir? Doing good. Okay, good. Have a nice day. Oh, hot out today. Oh, raining today. Be safe out there. Cool. This whole idea that you know, people living in fear of the police, even if you're doing something wrong, you shouldn't be afraid of the police you know, you should only, you should fear the penalty, not the actual police. Like, do you think George Floyd was afraid of the crime he was going to get charged with because he wrote a bad check? No, he was afraid that the police were going to kill him. And guess what? The police killed him for $20. That's what his life is worth. And we got Republicans staying mum on the topic? And you dare say you're pro-life? Oh, you're only pro-life if somebody's uncle knocked up a 13-year-old white girl in Alabama. That's when you're pro-life. You're not pro-life when there's three cops on top of an unarmed black guy shows who's no threat to them whatsoever. I'm sorry that I'm calling bullshit on America. And again, I'm white. So, there's only so much I can do. Listening is one. Listening is one thing I can do. Another thing I can do, and you can do if you're white, is understand that not being racist is not enough. Like, just because you don't say the N-word in rap songs... That doesn't mean that you're helping the problem. You're not helping things. And your silence is compliance. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were four cops involved. Three cops on top of George Floyd. One cop was standing there doing nothing. Compliance? Silence is compliance. If you see anything... If you see any oppression and you think that that's okay... then you're, you're making the oppressors stronger. I don't know anybody who whose great-grandparents are, like, born in America. You know what I'm saying? We all came from somewhere else. And to treat anybody differently because of their color, their gender their social status, 
their economic class, whatever you want to call it, is just disgusting, disheartening, disgraceful, and un-American. Okay? Now, also un-American is quashing protests, peaceful protests. America is a protest. We can't, they came here to avoid paying taxes. That's how we got here. So people will say, oh, you know, you'll see, you've seen at least 23 states reopen probably earlier than they should have. Because coronavirus hit hard in areas like on the coast. It hit hard in California, hit hard in New York City, and New York State in general. New York State actually had the most because, you know, I guess we're the greatest after all. Um, but New York's curve is is flattening, whereas states that reopened in other parts of the country, like Texas, Arizona, these states, their curve is going up. So over the course of the next two weeks, you're going to see the national curve actually tick up a bit. And you know what you're going to hear? Oh, well, those protesters, you see, they, they spread the virus. They went out there and they were spreading the virus. Even though you know that you saw the pictures that 95% of those protesters had masks on. And all epidemiologists say that being outside is way better than being inside. And when the opportunity was available, there was social distance when they could. Of course we saw crowds of people. We also... And we've also had... Uh, hot spots in meatpacking plants... In Iowa, in Nebraska, there are states in the middle of the country that are in New York that, you know, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, there are meatpacking plants, the facilities across the in the middle of the country that have large spikes of coronavirus and unhealthy work conditions. That is what is going to cause the spike in cases, not protests because people protesting injustice see the injustice and that means they that if they can see and they can comprehend which they can because they're protesting injustice that means that they also can read and understand charts and science and understand that you know coronavirus is a thing purell masks and that's it like people in in like Idaho, I'm not going to wear a mask. You can't make me wear a mask. Listen, don't you get it? I live in New York City. It's hard to walk in the streets of Manhattan and not be six feet from somebody. So yeah, you got to have a mask on. You go to Subway, you got to have a mask on. You go to the, on the bus, you got to have a mask on. This is not hard. New York has the lowest transmission rate in the country right now to uh, Friday. As a Friday, this will drop on Sunday. So we have to be aware, we have to be out there, but we also have to understand that coronavirus is still a thing. We have to stay safe. We have to stay healthy. We have to wash our hands. We have to wear masks. We have to take all the precautions we could to follow the health guidelines of our, you know, leaders, you know, your local mayor, your local governor. Hopefully they're not idiots. Not all Republicans are idiots, just the ones that support Trump. So listen, stay in the streets, and we need to make sure that we take that energy from the streets to the polls in November, 
because we have a real opportunity to make big gains. In the House, we can take the Senate, and we can take the White House. We have an opportunity. Vote Democrat down the ballot, November 3rd, 2020. Vote blue to save our nation. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio.